0: It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of PIPSO podcast, coming to you live from the Martin A. Miller Endowment for the Humanities at the Saner Pub Foundation, LLC, in Saner, Wisconsin. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, let's limit our liabilities.
1: Is that really what we're about now?
0: Yeah a pretty we mean now. That's when were we not about it, that?
1: I guess we just weren't so direct about it.
0: Well sometimes, you know, there's something to be said for just putting it out there into the universe. Um speaking of which that that may, makes me want to do a positive affirmation. Oh great. Are you ready?
1: I'm yeah, I'm so ready.
0: Okay. Martin, I hereby affirm that I don't like doing positive affirmations. I don't think they've been funny even one time. Moreover, the idea that we do not already support each other as a podcasting team and also as founders of Step Mill Enterprises is just not funny to me or our audience.
1: Matt. Matt. I hear you. You're being heard not only with my ears, but with my heart. I make this promise to you. This will be the last positive affirmation ever.
0: Wow. Awesome. I love that that bit. Um, you just said you hated it. Well, but that's... It's over. I said, we can't, I said that so you would finally tell the truth. And that you would meet me halfway. You know, it's a relationship. We're both responsible. Okay. Are you ready? I don't
1: feel comfortable with that.
0: Are you ready for gravy and gravo?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm so ready.
0: All right. Well, we want our listeners to always be up to speed on what gravy and gravo do and the way that they look at the world around them. And so. You know
1: what I've discovered about them? What? If you listen with your heart, there's a lesson.
0: Yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, are you listening with your heart right I now? I think so. Okay. Yes. Well, listen, gravo fancies himself as a jack of all trades, master of none. And as such, he considers himself a bit of a petrol head, or what we Americans might call a car guy. Although Graveau doesn't believe in conspicuous consumption or wasteful attitudes about energy, he still enjoys the sound of his modest four-cylinder engine revving through the gears. He gets extra satisfaction from cleaning his car by hand, giving him the opportunity to put his hands on almost all surfaces of the car. Small maintenance items like oil and filter changes Give him an appreciation for the litany of engineers who all worked so hard to create something safe, reliable, and fun for him to drive every day. Gravy would no sooner
1: touch his car with a sponge, wrench, or do any work whatsoever to it than he would build a spaceship out of cardboard in his backyard to launch himself to the moon. In the rare event that Gravy thinks of his car as anything more than an appliance, such as a refrigerator, it's always cold inside and the light always comes on whenever I open the door. It is as a way to flex his wealth and uncanny ability to insulate himself from the experiences of common folks around him. For Gravy, a car is just another thing that he pays someone else to take care of yet another notch on his woven leather belt as his waistline expands ever outward to match his insatiable need to outperform his peers.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: quick question here. Right. When you said woven leather, is that like a braided leather belt?
0: Yeah. I guess so. I mean, a weave, braid, is there a difference? I mean. No. No. Well, I no. don't know.
1: When I was in seventh grade, they were either popular or they were never cool. <laughs> uh
0: right. And the 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 most cool way to wear one was to have the the whatever part of the belt. It's probably called the tongue, something stupid. Mm-hmm. The part that comes through the the buckle to to it be so long that it was hanging down. You know, like Yes. Yeah. I mean just another reminder like of what?
1: Hangs down like what? You were gonna say something.
0: You know, like your like your eyebrows. You know.
1: Oh yeah. I do have like one eyebrow that hangs down a lot, and right. people sometimes are like, What's up with what that? What did one? you think I meant? Eyebrows. Right. But you didn't
0: say that. Well it's- so it's okay i was curious no we're it's fine we're all over it okay um fair enough i think that we're giving Um, ourselves not enough credit for the fact that our listeners they know what we're where we're going and what we're getting at uh in our in our many funny routines and jokes that we do um and I think did did we not get some viewer mail that sort of emphasizes? Oh, this we fact? did.
1: Yes, we do. Let me read it for you. Okay. Dear Martin and Matt, I am a huge fan of your podcast. Good start so yeah. far. That that's was my I added that. Right, sorry.
0: and the end. Okay. No, there's more. Oh, there's
1: more. Probably your biggest fan. I have listened to each of your podcasts too many times to count. And have translated each of them into Latin. Whoa. I keep them in a leather-bound book. However, I have noticed that I am starting to receive very strange and targeted advertising on my device that I listen to your show on. I cannot believe you two gentlemen would be involved in anything nefarious. But what is the deal with the ads? It is both an honor and a privilege. The intern.
0: Oh, now Michael. I didn't
1: want to bring this up. Well, I don't know if it's Michael, just as oh, the intern,
0: right? Just it could be any intern.
1: I'm pretty sure Michael doesn't know Latin and he doesn't have books. He's
0: not allowed to have leather because of his religion,
1: right? So it could be any, it could just be someone who's an intern, right? I have no idea. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um. I have noticed we've gotten some reports of strangely specific ads that people have started to receive. Yeah. Since they've been listening to our podcast, but as far as I know, there's nothing nefarious about it. Huh. It just is as far as I know the way the internet works. I don't know, Matt, what do you think? Yeah,
0: I mean, for all I know, you know, um you know, the Google machine is like in the basement of my house, and it's just sucking the energy right out of me, you know, underneath my bed in the basement. My bed, the machine is in the basement, not Your my bed. Your bed is in the basement too? Not anymore. Um, okay, good, good. But it's just sucking, you know, radioactively or whatever. I'm not a scientist, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, So, your energy is
1: being turned into these ads?
0: I'm thinking that this could be true, um, just because, you know, for all I know, that could be happening. It's all Greek to me, Martin. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Let me, you know, I have some
1: examples here of some of these ads. Oh, good. I'll just go through a couple of them. Uh, This first one, I'm just going to, it's called Martinizing. Oh, And it's a short video Features actor Martin Short Actor Martin Sheen And former Red Sox second baseman Marty Barrett Also World Series hero 1986 Right No, that's
0: I mean, no Sort
1: of true, sort of not true Yeah, it doesn't matter Anyway The three Martins And it closes with the tagline Don't like yourself
0: Get martinized. Wow. So I'm not what's the connection? I remember watching a movie that came out in the eighties. Um, it might have been like Sister Act or something, and mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg was in it, and like someone came out of the cleaners with their cleaning, and she was like, What what's martinizing anyway? What what the heck like she'd sort of like lost her like inhibitions to just Ask the real questions people wanted to know, but evidently, it has absolutely nothing to do with dry cleaning. It's if you don't like yourself, you make yourself into into Martin. I mean, that's what I think. This is either sell. I mean, it's it's selling. It
1: could be one of those ads like the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints puts together. I would it's selling more of like a concept. Than a specific product or service.
0: There's something there for everyone. I would want to be more Martin Short than Martin Sheen. But I would want there to be a little Marty Barrett there, too. like Yeah, I
1: bet that guy could still throw the ball around the field. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do and know what you mean.
1: In a lot of ways, Martin Sheen was America's president. And, and he was Emilio Estevez's dad. Yeah,
0: America's dad of a extremely disappointing son. Um, that's about He's as American. Not the only one. Yeah, it's about as American as it can be. Um, well, okay. I mean, Martinizing seems like maybe there's a connection. Um, what else? Any other? Any other things?
1: Yeah, I have a couple more here. Um. This one's from the Saner Pub. Oh. Under new ownership. Right. And it's just a straight, pretty deliv- pretty straight delivery. Okay. Delivery. The Saner Pub under new ownership. Nothing has changed. Still the best sports bar in the Northwoods. But you can't expect the food, service, safety, or prices to be consistent. Let's meet at the Saner Pub i can bring my gun in there
0: oh wow yeah uh i is that legal in wisconsin i mean i guess i guess it probably I've been is to
1: wisconsin a lot and i'm confused what all the time about what exactly is legal there
0: <laughs> good point um well my guess is that we're gonna find out about that uh if uh, if we you know hang out at that uh, establishment, um,
1: I mean, I, imagine a scenario: you have your Colt forty five just right outside. You know your jeans. You're wearing your Harley t shirt. They made into a tank top. Right. You walk into the Saner Pub. You order nine Bloody Marys. Right. Do you think anyone's going to say anything to you about your gun?
0: No. I, I exactly. did not think that at all. Um well, that's good. Um I look forward to uh I look forward to, you know, learning about the law, I guess. Um I like you said I I know there's a lot of laws that are sort of wishy-washy in Wisconsin. Uh but uh, you know, evidently we're going to find out about some of those. Um and You know, consistency, you can't count on that anymore. How many times a day do you think you need to go in there to really get to know it? At least twice, right? At least twice, yeah. yeah. Three times is sort of the gold standard.
1: If you could go in at, like, open, which is 11. Right. Maybe, like, 7 o'clock. And then do like a late night check, like twelve forty five.
0: Just oh, I forgot my. Uh, oh, did I leave my jacket in here? No. Well, I'll sit down and yeah, and just check in.
1: Right, that would be that's the gold standard. Okay, if you really wanted to know the ins and outs, it'd be three times.
0: Uh, here's one, Martin, that I heard about, or that that I have seen on my computer. Oh, great. It's the new bathroom candy dish. And it's crystalline bathroom candy dish, which is sort of like the old-fashioned type of dish. And the the uh, it goes, embrace the old ways with a candy dish. I'd what, buy one. Yeah, what do you... I don't know. That doesn't make me think that there is a connection between these and DOP. I mean, bathroom sometimes, candy. Some of
1: these, I know. Sometimes people it's, try to find something where there isn't anything. Yeah, that's right. Happens a lot. Right. Um. So, crystal, crystalline. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. And
0: it's like crystal ish. Right. Like uh, okay, cubic zirconium. These, uh, you know, like fake diamonds. What
1: well, could you put on there, like, sour balls?
0: Maybe. Um, like, chewy, chewy worms. Those um,
1: are good. Maybe those, like, peppermint. Not the peppermint sticks, but, like, the smaller ones that are really gross. They, they sort of have the same shape as, like, um,
0: some types of gum. Um, like a, like a, a stick of gum?
1: Yes, um... Or like a... It's almost like peppermint bark, but in a smaller form. They're really gross. Okay. But you would like them.
0: All right. Well, I trust you.
1: There's certain kind of candy that you don't want to have in the bathroom. Trust me. Okay.
0: I... Yeah. I... I do trust you.
1: So, well, here's one. Actually, this is, I think, one of your ads, Oh, believe it or not. Um, I don't, I don't... Steppy's Boat Service LLC. Okay. Do you need your boat serviced? Contact Steppy. You can trust him because Steppy follows the Stelzel model. Slow but thorough. Just like the tortoise in the big race, Steppy is there. Dial Klondike five one one zero two, and ask for Steppy. Steppy does not do upholstery.
0: Huh? That's a real ad. Yeah, people have spotted it. So someone started an LLC with my name. Um,
1: that's what it sounds like. Yeah,
0: because I'm not aware of this, or at least. You know, maybe my uh foundation is, but I'm not.
1: Well, do you know how to like change the oil on
0: a boat? No. Well, yes, but I mean I would not I wouldn't ask someone to pay me to do it. Well actually this doesn't say that. Right. Also, um I've been trying to get the Klondike five eleven oh two number for a long time, and I have not been able to accomplish that. And also, I like don't do upholstery. Sort of,
1: I know the ad says you don't do upholstery. I know. So there's that some not-
0: some true, some not. Um, and it could be an
1: identity theft.
0: Who's Stelzel?
1: It's a Stelzel model. I'm not even sure if it's a person.
0: Oh, well, you know, I mean, we have. Well, we'll say we'll go on off the air. We'll talk about it. Yeah. What do you think? They the only Stelzel we know yeah the only stelzel we know is uh pretty thorough, I would say, and slow
1: right. so you, according to this or whoever this is, is also
0: slow but thorough. Yeah. it sounds like someone's trying to steal my identity hmm. all right well uh any of anything else? yeah, there's one more here um, and this one
1: actually. I think is probably true, because uh, I remember participating in this. Okay. So it's for Neugenics, and here's basically the scene. So Frank Thomas and Doug Flute, Doug Flutie are bullying two pathetic white men at the beach, me and you. Oh. And then former all-star outfielder Andy Van Slyke comes by to help bully them more. Oh what that w- you and i are both killed the screen fades to black and the closing caption reads
0: they didn't use new
1: well
0: you know what i'm you know andy Vance like whatever uh that guy is not a, a he's not i'm not okay with him having murdered either you or me Okay, um, he, are like, like, yeah. uh, but, you are sympathetic white man Yeah, but Andy
1: like is more of like a accessory, I think, than the actual perpetrator of the murder. And I so think Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie were
0: really responsible. So presumably, these guys used Nugenics Is that what made yeah. them so virile? Yes. Okay,
1: and their wives liked it too, if you know what I mean,
0: yeah, well, they liked it. they probably didn't have to deal with them uh well <sighs> I don't know martin this uh these ads seem just this sign kind of kind of personal, almost like they're they're designed to be personally offensive um you don't really like The you candy can't, dish one you. You can't like Andy Van Slyke as a Cubs fan, right? No, no. Yeah, But, and, I mean,
1: he's hardly the most offensive player on those Pirates teams.
0: Uh, and, you know, we don't like Doug Flutie, because he was never any good on the Bears. Uh, yeah. Frank Thomas, you know, will make an ex- I'll make an exception for him due to his calamitous business ventures. Uh, that forced he, him to become a spokesperson for <laughs> nugenics. Right. Um anyway. Well, this is really disturbing. And also uh when when you know I knew that we were going to be digging into some of this stuff, I went on my Apple Podcasts app, and lo and behold, I found uh that there were also some you might like. Based on your listening suggestions. Oh, yeah. Terrific. Yeah. There's three of them, because I don't listen actually only listen to our podcast, and that's true.
1: That's good. Brand loyalty. I appreciate that. Here's
0: here's one. This is by Dana K. White. A slob comes clean. Reality based cleaning and organizing. Dana White. Hmm. Nani at a dot I have no idea what that could be. Uh, date-
1: I doesn't seem that interesting to me?
0: Right. Dateline. People
1: listen to a podcast about cleaning?
0: I know. Seriously. Like, they must be making that up. Dateline NBC. Now, that one makes sense because, you know, we're sort of doing, we're on the cutting edge of, Podcasting, I think everybody agrees. We,
1: I think you know we definitely have had some pretty heavy investigative journalism pieces in our podcast, right? Episode eighty-eight, episode fourteen,
0: right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So anyway, um, that does make sense. But then uh, the last one is losing a hundred pounds by Kareen Crabtree, and She's just a uh, white lady with really white hair and black glasses staring at you from her, evidently her perch uh, of perfection. Um, and I'm just, you know, I don't know. What, what's, what's that got to do with anything? What's any of this got to do with anything that you and I do?
1: I'll say this, it's pretty clear that we have nothing to do with the ads and at best it's a, just a strange coincidence um at worst it's people trying to undermine our podcast.
0: Right. Well, all right. Sounds like we're on the same page and you know that's a good thing. Can uh, you
1: send me that the link to that cleaning one?
0: Yeah, I will. Uh, because Thank I you. want you to believe that this is actually true. I am gonna send you the screenshots that I took of that, so you know I'm not just you know making that up. But uh Okay. I,
1: are you suggesting that other things were made up?
0: No. No. Okay. Martin, let's go to hurrahs and huzzahs before we Terrific. run out of tape here. Yeah. Um I wanna give my hurrah this week to Kyle Schwarber. Uh some of you listening to the podcast may know. Kyle Schwarber as the uh, Cubs outfielder that once hit a home run onto the moon during 2016 when they won the World Series. Um, and he's been sort of making the rounds of a bunch of interesting teams in Major League Baseball. Now he's on the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, last night he had one of the great uh like theatrical meltdowns in front of an umpire i was loving every second of it i wa- I must have watched it 50 times because every time i watched it, it was funnier than the last time so umpire angel hernandez uh you know whatever like you know whatever everybody misses calls i know he had a bad game whatever but Sometimes a player just knows it's the right time to just go off and ham it up. And Schwarber was like so demonstrative, like waving his arms around. And like it was it was classic. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Kyle Schwarber, Angel Hernandez. uh, He screams, you missed inside, outside, high for both of us. And he's pointing to both dugouts all effing night the whole time on both sides, effing horse S. And then uh, you can even see Christian Yelich in the background laughing. Who's on the other team. He's standing in the background laughing because it's so classic. So I've always liked Schwarber and now I like him even more just because like that's, that's baseball. If, if you don't get that you're out there to entertain people, uh, then you're you're missing just that extra bit of it that makes it fun.
1: Well said. I 100% agree with that. It's a classic. You guys got to check it out. It's all over the internet if you haven't seen it already. Um, my huzzah this week goes to Tony LaRusso, White Sox manager, and not necessarily really him, just – the constant talk about Tony La Russa, that if you listen to any radio in Chicago, it just seems relentless and constant. Going back to whenever he was hired last year, it's like every day people are like, he's too old, you have to fire him. The baseball season is 15 games in and they're already saying you have to fire La Russa and blow up the entire team. He's the worst thing that's ever happened, you know, all this stuff. Just get over it. He's a the manager. They really don't make that big of a difference. He's going to make some bad decisions, he's going to make some good ones. The White Sox are losing cuz they're playing like total totally not well right Garbage. now. Garbage. That's that's pretty much just the whole thing. Tony La Russa is an old man. Deal with it. He's a manager. You know, we could talk about the Bulls. And how they've been doing terrible in the playoffs. You could talk about the Cubs. Who are turning into like a real garbage team. You could talk about the Bears. Who are already a garbage team. You could talk about anything. You don't have to talk about a 78-year-old man all the time. Who really doesn't make that big of a difference. Well, Just get over it.
0: He's not. I know this is, you know, everybody wants to. Everybody, if you're a fan, you, you, you can't stand to watch this terrible baseball. And it, it yes, it's very painful. But I mean, there are so many injuries and everything that they're mad about, you know, he's not throwing the baseball. He's not even calling pitches. So, you know, at what point do you, I mean, I guess there's always got, you know, We've all been here before. Somebody's got to take the fall. But if you think it's going to be La Russa, he's nowhere come even anywhere within a million miles of doing anything that's going to get him fired for incompetence. So, hey.
1: And that's the truth. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well, Martin, I'm, I'm glad that this is yet another great one. Uh, let's make sure we uh, finish this up before we run out of tape
1: safe to say it's our best one ever uh we'll see you next week everybody
0: okay bye everybody